We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Another day is here and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Welcome to Roto Grinders today. I'm Jordan Cooper, aka Blender Ed, Blender HD. You want to follow me on Twitter? And it's Tuesday, December 5th. We'll be talking about the uh, eight game NHL slate, right? We got a two game NBA slate that the Grinders Live will be on later today, crunch time to talk about that. So hit the like button first thing in the door. Give me those thummy thumbs. Hit the subscribe button. Hit the notification bell to know when we go live. Participate in the chat. We always see the YouTube chat over here. Start with me, NHL extraordinaire, Tim Buell, right? Always active in the uh, NHL Discord. Uh, so, Tim, we, we got eight-game slate. From the looks of it, uh, all I know is that when the Sharks are on the slate, you just play the team against them. But that <laughs> team is the Islanders. And yep. uh, I'm never all that excited about playing the Islanders. Uh, are we and then we have also have the Avalanche are a big favorite against the the Ducks. Seems like I mean I'm looking at the initial projections and basically like if you were to play cash games, seems like the like the cash lineup is like Colorado one plus Islanders two and figure out what the hell you're doing at a second defender spot and you're done. Uh, is that kind of like the overall like I know that. Uh, you know, Taylor will come out with the slate summary. You'll have the expert survey out for premium members. Click on that link in the description. Get $10 off your first month of a Roto-Grinders premium subscription. Is that kind of like the lay of the land on the slate that, like, if you're not playing the Avalanche or the Islanders, like, play whoever you want? Because, I mean, the ownership is probably going to be condensed on those two teams. 
Yeah, and there's uh, some some pretty big news that I you know that's really going to make a difference for the slate, and I'm trying to find info on it. I haven't found anything yet, but uh, Kale McCarr missed the last game for Colorado, so Devin Toe uh, Devin Toes is um, uh, excuse me Devin Taze is uh, 4400 on DraftKings, and he would be uh, super super chalk. Because uh, he'd be quarterbacking this Colorado power play, and he would be mega, mega popular and a must play for cash games. So if Makar misses again, uh, that is some amazing value. And I would dare to say that I think he is a really, really strong GPP play. Uh, you know, even in large field to get overweight him, uh, it's he's a very, very talented skater. Uh, he he can quarterback pretty much any any power play in the league so that's a, that's a very very important piece of news that right that just put, to might... put things into into context like kale mccarr is typically close to like 8k and it's primarily yeah. because the colorado power play one unit is just so strong and taus or whatever however you pronounce his last name typically he's he's quarterbacking the power play two unit which doesn't see nearly as much ice time like he's he's good at even strength, but at even strength, he's he's typically like the second defender. So you're essentially saying that if McCarr misses out again, like he really should be like a seven K defender in in the he's like it's like very similar to to in football where it's like you're getting like the forty five hundred dollar running back that like the guy the guy that he shares time with is just gone and he's gonna get like ninety percent of the work. He so, he is he is Zach Moss. <laughs> okay. That, all right. That's that's who he is. This guy is. Zach is he Moss. actually going to get a touchdown when he touches the ball twelve times inside the ten yard line? <laughs> I don't. That I can't guarantee. There's no such thing as a lock blunder. But but th- this is the Zach Moss spot if Makar misses. Def- definitely. Uh, I also saw saw in the the Discord because you guys are always talking about you guys. I do not. I I don't want to stress this enough. I have a Twitter list for every sport because I have, I have tweet deck open all the time on my second screen over here. And I have NBA, even though I'm not playing really much NBA DFS, but I do bet props. I got an NFL one. I got an MMA one. I got a soccer one. Obviously during baseball, I got a baseball one. Normally I would put together, you know, now that I'm playing NHL DFS an NHL list with all the beat writers and, you know, media outlets and everything. I don't do that. Because my my NHL tweet deck is essentially the Roto Grinders NHL Discord. Because literally anything of note that would be worthwhile to look at is going to be posted there. It's like it's it's just, it's it's inevitable. And especially when I'm new to NHL DFS this season, sometimes you, you see news that it's like, oh, does this matter? And a lot of times it doesn't matter, right? So right. like I like the way you guys filter out like what really here are the new lines this guy moved to this and this guy moved to that and i'm like okay it's a third and fourth line change no big deal right oh this oh they moved this guy to the first line but i mean he's still only on the power play two unit so like his projection is not going to change that much like stuff like that and uh in the chat you were talking about is there is there something going on with uh uh buffalo yeah, so T- Paige Thompson might be back. I mean, he skated at morning skate and took power play rushes. 
that's usually a very good sign that somebody is is returning. Um, he is a high volume shooter uh, playing at home against Detroit. It's not exactly the best matchup. It's not as big a news as the Makar news. That that's huge news. But this Tage Thompson situation, it's not the biggest news, but he is definitely a first line center, first unit power play guy. I mean, he's he is a very big deal. I don't know if we necessarily have to get to him a ton in GPPs, but he he is a he's a very strong, strong, talented player. And and he's seventy two hundred, so it's not like he's cheap. I mean, like exactly, he's one, he's one of the Sabres' better players. But yes. when, I think that would be more affect the other, like everyone else. Like if Thompson's yes. back on that first line, I mean now middle like I mean what's going to happen with Middlestat? He's going to move to it. What the second line? You know, Cousins moves down. Then obviously if he's taking power play rushes, I'm I'm. I mean, I'm just, I'm just kind of guessing, like, like Olafson or Oposo, like, like all these guys are kind of like moved down on the list. I know they're not right. centers, but like, it's quite possible that like even Skinner and Tooch are and Dahlin maybe a slightly overpriced because obviously he's going to take some shots away from them. So, so yeah, I know that maybe the Sabers aren't going to be all that popular today. What what would be the assessment as far as like how because currently we don't have T- Tage Thompson in in the projections, so I'm looking at the current projections. Let's say we don't right. get that news until late, and I'm already building mm-hmm. lineups. Like, how would I prepare? Like, who who really gets so a if they or if, if they skate the way that they're skating this morning, they have Skinner, Middlestad, and Thompson at the wing. So that actually would probably help Middlestat because he'd be centering two very, very, very talented players. Um, I don't know if this is how they're going to skate, though. I mean, I don't know. We might not get the official word until pregame. But right now, we have Middlestad centering uh, Jeff Skinner and Tage Thompson. So that might be a really good spot. That might be a, a pretty affordable line. And we don't, and Alex Tuck wasn't at morning skate. So there's something going on in Buffalo. And, but this is the weird thing about hockey. We might not know until, say, 5 30, 6 o'clock, if not later. So, okay. So, so, um, so Tuck, if Tuck is, if Tuck is out and like if yep. he's not going to play, then I mean, uh, to me, it's like, it's almost like all these rejections are kind of neutral because basically Thompson just slides right into like Touch's pro- projection, essentially. Yeah. Yeah, but he'd be projected even better. Right. But I'm just saying in general, like as far as time on ice is concerned and how yeah. Yeah, they yeah, set yeah. up their lines, yes. like yes. like it's not going to – none of these numbers are going to change all that much. Right. Right. See, they're, see, they're, having, there they're, having, they're having morning skate as we speak, so I'm getting news on the fly. Okay. Are there, are there any other things that we should be looking at at, at, at morning states, back-to-backs, anything – that you know that may not be currently reflected in the projections that maybe we're looking at today. Uh, Darlene again for Buffalo left during morning skate and appeared to be injured. So that would be <laughs> another big. really big. That oh yeah, that would be really huge. Um, uh, Yoki Haru, I think, would take over. Oh no, uh, Owen Power would take oh, over yeah, as power. the first power. Yeah, it'd be Power would take over as the uh, 
quarterback for PP1. So there's actually quite a bit of <laughs> quite a bit of news happening, and we might not have the final answers until uh, until right before the games. Now, how much of an upgrade would Power get? Like, it's not going to be as dramatic, probably as as Devin Toes, because I mean, Colorado is just a much better team than Buffalo. I mean, Buffalo is kind of kind of a mess now. Yeah. Uh, but still, from a from a from a value standpoint. I mean, I'm making seven GPP lineups today. Mm-hmm. If if that ends up, I mean, if if McCarr's out, it's quite possible I play toes in every single lineup, even as a one. I mean, that's that's what I that's what I would do to be honest with you. If I'm making seven teams, I, I'd have Tays in every single one of them. Um, but Owen but that Power wouldn't be the same. Four- that wouldn't be the same for Power. Like like Pat. Like I'd I'd right. be much more interested in Power, but. I think what what I would do is I'd be like if if like if if uh, Dalin and Tooch was at were both out, I'd be much more inclined to just play Buffalo Power Play One as a full right. line with to, with toes as a one off only because uh, Colorado Power Play One is like I mean McKinnon and and Nishushkin and Ranton I mean that's expensive as hell, so yeah. like. To me, I would view Buffalo as like a mid-priced way to get kind of off Islanders chalk and then use just toes on as a one-off. Like, I think, like, if you're going to use Colorado one, you're going to end up, you're not going to end up with Islanders one. You're going to end up with like Islanders two and three. But if you wanted to play Islanders one, like if you wanted to play their top line, like it's going to be very hard to fit in any Colorado pieces like it's that McKinnon right. and Ranton are almost at at a, at a reach. I I wouldn't be opposed to to just playing the you know I could I could play, easily play Thompson Skinner Middlestat and Power as a four man, then put put toes in that lineup and then I could play I could play three good Islanders in that line. I mean it's still going to be somewhat chalky, but I don't I just how much ownership do you think? How do you think the field will react if Sandine and Tooch are both out? Um, I don't know if they're going to react too heavily to that news because power isn't exactly free. Like if power was like 3,100 and not 4K, that might be a way bigger deal. Uh, but with with Taze at 44, uh, Taze is going to get so much ownership. But the the thing is that's interesting is that you're gonna know the Buffalo situation before you're, you know the Colorado situation, possibly. Like if they don't, oh, so, 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 hold on. It's possible we don't know if McCarr is out, and because their game is at nine, so so we may yeah, not even. Yeah. So you're telling me we may not get that news at lock at seven, like. Oh, there's uh, if the coach doesn't announce something during during their presser which is like between like, let's say three to five Eastern time. You're not going to know until, uh, until pregame warmups. Well, that's, that's going to be a problem. I mean, I don't think it's, it's, see, see, the thing is, the thing is here for the, for the, for the Taze situation, I'm going to pronounce his name correctly. Is that I think if you, if Makar was in Taze is not like a bad, like he's, he's, Fine as it is, Colorado are like the biggest favorite on the slate. So right. like, like I play right. Taze even when M- Makar is in, right. in my Colorado right. stacks as it is. 
So to me, I almost view it as a win-win of what's the worst case scenario. McCarr plays and you have a, a pretty decently priced days on, on, you know, even strength and power play two for, for the Colorado. Like, I don't, I don't, I don't mind that. And then if McCarr is out, it just, you get the upgrade of like the guys like exactly. 2,500 underpriced. Like, I don't, I don't, I don't yeah. mind playing them here. Here's another question. Ownership wise. Uh, I'm I'm a big I'm a, I'm a big fan of setting groups in lineup HQ. I don't like to play chalky expensive players as one-offs. Right? Yeah, I don't either. The King, they I were there really, as expensive. Really like, I'm not a big fan of playing McKinnon as a one-off because if McKinnon right. has 30 plus points, it's quite po- it's most likely his entire line has probably gotten there also because he has a goal and three assists or something. Like, the, yep. but the cheap guys, like Taze at forty four hundred, could put up 18, 20 points, and McKinnon sitting there with with eighteen, and Rantanen has fifteen, and and Nishushkin has a goal and three shots. Like, like they're all fine, but it's not like they're not. It's an eight game slate. I could find fifteen ish points from a lot of people on the slate. That oh yeah, that I don't mind because Taze is forty four hundred. That even if Taze has has three assists, it's still possible that the that you know Rantanen and McKinnon are just are expensive enough that it gets spread out and who cares? It doesn't matter. But like with guys like McKinnon, it's like like if he if he gets if he has five points, like the whole you needed the you basically needed the Avalanche in this in this game. So right. So would that be, would that be logical that? Taze, like if we knew right now that Taze is 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 out and it and we've had his projected ownership at 40 plus percent. That even though he may be one of the highest or the highest owned player, like I don't mind playing him as a one at that price. I, I, I don't mind it. I don't I don't hate it at all, to be honest with you. Uh but I, I agree that I don't like to I don't like to play expensive one offs either. But the cheap guys, I don't mind so much. I almost don't mind. The thing is that I almost don't mind. Maybe this is faulty logic. I almost don't mind if the expensive one-offs are wingers, like 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 someone, even... like someone like someone that's squ- that primarily is a shooter. That like when they get there, it's because they've scored three goals, but they don't get many assists. Like they're like like it's quite possible that they score three goals and no one else on their line, like like the assists are spread out or it's a single assist and stuff like that where. Like, oh, okay. Like their line mates, everyone has an assist. And they all are like at like five to ten points. But they have thirty-five themselves. Right. Because they're the one to me to me that that sounds to me that sounds very um kind of player dependent. I don't think it's faulty logic necessarily, but I think that fits a mold of certain players more than others. Uh, like, we would, do like, have official... would like Philip Forsberg be like an example? Like to me, I view like Philip yes. Forsberg as like I could play him as a that one-off. Would... I could play yeah. uh, uh, like O'Connor, go uh, Kevin Connor as a one-off, yes. or even like Stamkos yeah. as a one-off. Like, like kind of those yeah. like Nylander, like th- those types yeah. of players, kind of a little bit more. Yeah, yeah. I guess you could play Nylander as a one-off. I feel like he plays on such a strong line, though that. Probably others would come with him, but I get what you're saying for sure because 
his shot volume is so high. Uh, Tage Thompson is officially in tonight. So okay, we do Dane have in the chat. Dane, a Moneyball, our, our our projection specialist, says that uh, Tooch is already named out. He thinks. Okay. Okay. Yeah. So, uh, so outside of Colorado, let's take a look at the Islanders. Uh, mm. If you go by our value, I mean, we're we're looking at like I'm never a big fan of. Uh, of I mean, you get it as value a lot of times this season. Islanders too, right? You get like the Anders mm. Lee, Pierre Engvall, Kyle Palmieri, Bo Horvat, but like, aren't the real people that I kind of I want to play guys like like Barzal. I want to play Noah Dobson. I want to play those types of players. Uh, and, and maybe like a pull, a Pulak. I don't know about Roman. Like, I don't know. It always feels like Romanov gets there on blocks more than. Yeah, this is, I can't imagine. I'm not like a block uh, expert, but I don't think this is going to be a good matchup for blocks because the Sharps, A, don't possess, possess the puck enough. And B, they don't shoot enough. So I can't imagine this is a good spot for blocks. Um, but yeah, like the Brock Nelsons. Um, yeah, we don't have, we don't, well, I was going to ask you that because I was trying to find him. Currently, we don't have Brock Nelson in the projections. Is he out? I, I believe he will be in. He skated this morning. I, I put him in the projections. You might have to refresh. Um, okay. Yeah, yeah, because he's, I, I, I put him in um because he skated this morning so it looks like it's going to be palmary nelson and engvel on line two horvat barzell and lee on line one um on that line two you get two players uh projected to be on pp1 and that's palmary and nelson palmary is quite cheap i think he's only like 4100 so he would be he'd be a fine play I, I love Noah Dobson. Uh, he's getting expensive, but this is just such a good spot. So, uh, you know, it's they're going to be popular, I'm, I'm sure. Um, well, I mean, also you have you have Engvall there, twenty six hundred. But I mean, right. I've I've played Islanders too before. Let me tell you that it doesn't matter how cheap they are. Sometimes you look and go, and do they do anything? Right. No, I I know. They're they're not exactly offensive juggernauts, so <laughs> so with Anders um, Lee playing on yeah. the on the top line, I mean, but he's not playing on power play one though. Yeah, that's what we have rejected. We have him on PP two. Yeah. So I'm looking at the Islanders, but I mean, th these guys are cheap, and they have you know they're they're over minus one hundred favorite minus two hundred favorites, uh, on the road. Right, you got what? So okay, yeah. okay. Now I see how they they moved their the last since the last time I played the Islanders, they kind of moved their lines. Right, I probably have to refresh this to get Nelson in, because like guys like like it always seems like I'll play Islanders too, and then it's like uh, a Holmstrom goal from Peugeot on the, the third line, and I'm like, what the hell is going on? The Islanders are at home. Oh, the Islanders are at home. Okay, yeah. So we list the home team first on this page. I guess we do. You're right. Yeah. Uh, okay. Because they list second over here. We got. We yeah. got to. We got to. We got to make that consistent. Right. I'm don't, used to see the thing. Don't talk. Don't talk to me about that blunder. I'm. That's not my department. Okay. 
Right. But I mean, see, the thing is, is that when you play soccer, in mm. soccer, in most of the world, the home team is listed first. So like, in but in lineup HQ, we list the home team second because most American sports, that's what you do. So I never know what the, what I'm looking at. So I'm like, okay, I know on, on lineup HQ, the home team is on the bottom. And then I'm expecting on the lineup page that the home team be the second team being listed, and it's not. So I'm like, oh, the Islanders are on the road to San Jose, but they're not. Okay, so they're home. So that's that's even better. That's probably why they're favored by so much, right? They probably yeah. wouldn't be as heavy of a favorite on the road to San Jose, right? But a lot. But I mean, well, they'd st- they'd still be huge favorites. <laughs> well, see the th- the thing that's gonna. So this is all cheap. Like the thing is, is that do you want if given a choice, Tim, would you rather play? Because the thing is that the two members, there's two members of line one and two members of line two that play on the first power play. Would you rather? I mean, I know the answer to this, but I mean, comparing what you consider ownership wise. Do you think guys like Lee and Engvall are going to be as owned? Are people going to be more likely to just play the power play one unit? Meaning that they're much more likely to play a combination of three or four of Horvat, Barzal, Palmieri, Nelson, Dobson. And you think Engvall and Lee, who are both very cheap, go less owned? Or do you think people will be more likely to play the even strength lines of one or even strength line two. And it's quite possible that Dobson is the one at defender that gets a little bit less owned because he doesn't like match up to like, if you're going to play, if you go to lineup HQ and play three players, it's not, it's going to probably not include Dobson because value wise at 6,500, he's like the least like point per dollar level. He's ceiling. He's there. Sure. Great. But if you're jamming in like three guys, like projection wise, like Dobson is going to be the like out of these seven players, probably seventh on the list from a point per dollar standpoint. Yes, I I, I would imagine that even strength one line one will be the most popular, followed by even strength two, and then probably PP one will be number three. That's what I would guess. Do so you think even 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 with Barzal being six K, that people will still that'll yeah. still be popular enough? I think so. Because I could I could see people playing Horvat, Palmieri, Nelson type of lineups even. Because if we take a look, I mean, even at our own projections, like Nelson and Barzal are both six K, and Nelson projects better than a little bit better than Barzal. So maybe to people feel too. Yeah, no, no. Okay, I take that back. With how popular Colorado is going to be, probably Horvat and Nelson's ownership are going to be a little bit more split because McKinnon is going to be in a lot of lineups also, and he's center eligible as well. Right, and uh, you know, like Horvat's only five point four, and that's that's super cheap. So that that's that what, really that's, brings that's the reason I think Nelson. I think the Nelson. I think Nelson. Like it's much more likely that Nelson and Barzal get squeezed and people will play Horvat plus one of Lee or Engvall. Stop that or Palmieri, I guess. Right. Cause you wouldn't play Engvall. Well, but Horvat, Horvat, Horvat's, Horvat's, on, 
Horvat's on line one, though. Yeah, People but Engvall's, aren't gonna go. Engvall's on power play two and line two, so like they're not going to be together. Right. Yeah. I, think I don't it's know. This... like moving the deck, deck chairs on the Titanic. I think all these guys will be popular enough. Like we're like like kind of splitting hairs here. Like you're not getting if you're playing anyone from line one or anyone from line two, and if you're playing Dobson, like you're not like you're not getting different. Like you're not like if you're doing right. that and then jamming in Colorado, like welcome right. to no one being single digit owned in your lineup. Yes, that's true. And the slate isn't that big. So you're you're gonna be having a ton of aggregate ownership if you do that. If you if you go Islanders okay. Avs, that's super chalky. Okay, let's say you don't go Islanders Avs, and we talked about the Buffalo situation. What are the what are the uh, what are the spots that are I don't want to call off the board because it's an eight game slate and we only talked about two or three teams. What teams would you be targeting, especially in GPPs? Um, I love the Kings quite a bit. Uh, guys like um, Kempe, Fiala, um, Byfield, like LA, LA1 is for, fully correlated at even strength and the power play. Um, I, I really like, I really like the Kings today. Uh, they have a 3.6 total, which I think is third overall on the slate. Actually, they have the second highest total on the slate They're They have a slightly higher total than the Islanders. Um, so guys, uh, you know, the top six for, for the Kings, I absolutely love. I'm really curious to see. Where they come in ownership uh, with they're Colorado, gonna be, they're gonna be, Tim. They're going to be lower because, from a point per dollar standpoint, they're they, they don't rate as very good values. Right. Like you're not going right. to be able to yeah. play Kings with. You're not going to play be able to play a McKinnon Kings lineup. Like I can tell you, that, I can tell you that looking at these prices, like you're you're not right. Gonna get that. Yeah. So I I really you know I love to attack a team with a high total that isn't going to get ownership, just like in any other sport, right? You know, so um, I really like the Kings. They're, they really stuck out to me. And I really, I think you can play even strength lines, like lines one through three um, as like filler stacks, like line three even, just as filler value pieces. Uh, line two, other than Fiala, they're pretty cheap. So I think they're, that's a, they're in a really, really great spot. So I, I love the Kings today as a, a large field GPP play. Uh, here's a team that I like playing a lot because they tend to be cheap. And I think they may be facing one of the higher own goalkeepers on the slate. And I don't consider their opponents, they're playing at home, and I don't consider their opponents to be a great defensive team. At least that's not what, what I at least perceive them to be. You could tell me otherwise. But what are your thoughts on uh, the Calgary Flames? Because, you know, you're able to play like any line you want because they spread it out enough. But like these guys are all, I mean, like Lindholm, I mean, like Lindholm and Kadri are always in the low five Ks. You got all the wingers that are under four K. You got back. I mean, Backlund's fine even on the third line. Right. And then you could always pair with, you know, like Hannafin or Uyghur or these guys. I mean, I don't consider the flames to be a good hockey team, but value wise, like if you, wanted to fade the Islanders and still play a Colorado one lineup. If Gustafsson so, may be like 
high on. I mean, am I on the right track? Like the Flames are are pretty decent. I mean, I think the I think the Flames are you know mediocre, but but what I would say is that Minnesota has the worst uh, penalty kill in the entire league, and they're playing on the road in Calgary. So I mean, granted, Calgary doesn't have a great power play. But the Wild at least have the worst kill in the league playing on the road. They take a lot of penalties. So if I was going to go that way, I would try to go their power play one. That's the way I would go about Calgary. But power play one, I mean, dude, their power play one is cheap as hell. I mean, like, like yeah. dude, you could play Lindholm. Like, Lindholm is 5,100. Sharangovich, whatever, how you ever pronounce his name, 3,600. And he's 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 a he's a vortex. He is a fantasy vortex. Tim, I've played him on like the past three slates. The guy either scores a goal or does nothing. Just a, yeah. and then you're like, did he even play? And like a 22 minutes of nothing. It's like like did like uh, Tony Snell, right? But then you got Kadri. If you don't want to take up two center spots, you don't have to play. Well, you can play Lindholm or Kadri. But like Huberdu, I know you know he's not an exciting player. Uh but he's 3,900 and he will score. I mean, he, it's not like he's, he's just old, right? Uh, and then Hannafin coming off yeah, the second he, pairing, 4,500. Mm -hmm. I mean, why can't How I, much is Hannafin? Yeah, I know. How I'm, much I'm, was Hannafin's 4,500? Oh, 40. I thought you said 35. I was like, wow. Right. No, he yeah, was. His price has come up. He was, he was in the, yeah, the yeah, high yeah. three days for, for most of the past week or two. Yeah. Yeah, I was gonna say if he's thirty-five, that's like a top value on the slate. Forty-five is a little bit, you know, a little bit more interesting. But yeah, gr this is a great power play spot. But you know, like I said, the Flames aren't—they don't have a great power play. But this is the best possible matchup you could get on special teams. So I would definitely attack, uh, you know, these cheap Calgary PP one pieces. And then if you don't play the Flames, just play Gustafsson because he's probably going to face thirty plus shots. Yes, that's a good that's a good call. Also, uh, yeah. So the the Flames um, they don't have they shoot they shoot a lot of um, low percentage shots. I'd say. Uh, no, I could tell. I play them all the time, and I see I see uh, how I get four and a half points from so many players on my on my team and no goals. <laughs> <laughs> I'm in su I'm in such a goalie drought right now. Every every goalie that I play is just awful, and I'm just dead instantly. <laughs> oh, I'm oh, oh, I'm God like in, in chat says my God blender could break down any sport. Did, am I doing a good job for someone that only has about five six weeks experience of even knowing what NHL is? <laughs> you're doing you're doing fantastic. Just like just like I told you you would. Uh, so any any other teams uh, like off the board that uh, before we we get we get out of here that you may be eyeing off the we board. have the Kings who are going to be more of the type of team that you you don't play the Avalanche with the Flames are the type of team you don't play the Islanders with because now you are able to get Colorado is there something like that's maybe in the middle where it's like what if I want to avoid both the Islanders and the Avalanche and build kind of a like a mid priced type of lineup like is. Could well, I was, like, thinking, I was thinking, like I was thinking, Devils? how do you, yeah, like, how do you spend money on this slate without playing Colorado? And to me, the answer is the Devils, you know, mm -hmm. play Jack Hughes, who is like one of the best offensive players in the whole league. 
and he's going to be an amazing pivot away from McKinnon. So, if, like, if you're trailing early on and you're like, oh, I have so much avalanche, switch the Devils. That's what I'd say. Um, I think this Vancouver-New Jersey game has got a lot of shootout potential. New Jersey is the worst goaltending team in the NHL, and Vancouver has been on fire. Now Vancouver is obviously due for some regression, but does that come tonight? I'm not sure. So this Vancouver-New Jersey game is a late-night hammer. I think it has a lot of viability for for, uh, for tournaments. So how would you play? How would you play the Devils? Would you play? Because I mean, a lot of their pieces are expensive, and they've shifted their lines a bit. I mean, like Palat is no longer on the power play one line. I mean, I like Hishier, but like if you play Hishier and Who's together, you're obviously taking up two center spots. So that's obviously you're not playing McKinnon in that time. I mean, obviously you're not playing McKinnon and Hughes together. Uh, right. But I mean, are you based? I mean, to me, I would look at this as a. I would like to get like Hughes Toffoli Hishier or Hughes Toffoli. I mean, if you do Hughes Toffoli Brat, I mean you're 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 spending right on two seven K and a nine K player. But it feels like top like if you're gonna play Jack Hughes, I'd mu- I mean I'd much rather play Toffoli who plays on the top line as well as the power play one line than do a lineup yep. where it's like Hughes. Imagine playing Hughes Brat. His year. Well, I mean, I guess you could do Hughes Brad his year. It's just that with Hughes being 9,500, I'd rather so many more opportunities for Hughes to, Hughes to get points from a Toffoli goal or even a Hall. Like, dude, I think Hall is probably not 4,500 and he doesn't project very well. That when you're playing a 95, it's like very similar to McKinnon. Like, like I don't like playing McKinnon without playing a top line play like I don't want to play other power. I know Colorado doesn't organize their lines that way, but I'm never a big fan of like, if a guy is like 8K or more, I want to play guys that are like on his even strength and power play line as much as possible. Yet when, when the guys are like in the 5K, 6K range, like if you're playing the Flames, it's like if I play Lindholm with, you know, with Huberdu, we're on completely different lines other than the power play. It's not that big of a deal to me because Lindholm's only 5,100. Like he does, like if he got two points, like he's probably, if he gets 22 fantasy points, like, like that's great for his price, but like 22 fantasy points for Jack Hughes, like you pay 9,500 for it. Like that's not like, that's like, that's not GPP winning at that price. But I, but I think that they're great pivots away from Colorado. Say you're like trailing, you know, to start the slate. And you want to get off the chalk Colorado, you can go Hughes over McKinnon. You can go DeFoley over Rantanen. You can go Hughes over uh, uh, Toes. Taze. Um, so it's, uh, it's, it's, they kind of like are very, very parallel to each other. So they're a very, very easy swap to make. So, um, yeah. So that, that's, I think, the devil's most important part is that you can switch from that, from Colorado to New Jersey. If you're trailing. Here, here's, an, here's another idea. Do you, uh, before we get out of here, obviously, uh, what am, it, a lot, I mean, NHL is kind of a niche sport. So people are paying a, enough attention that 
if you see that, like we don't have Makar in in our projections. If it comes mm-hmm. out after seven o'clock that Makar is in, how low owned is he going to be? He's such a well-known name, you know. Yeah, but I'm problem. talking about after lock, like after seven o'clock. Like, do you have space for like a seventy-five hundred dollar defender and like in in your lineups at that point where, like, he, like he could show up and score thirty-five the- points? I mean, like he he's nuts. Yeah, so like if the Islanders end up being super super chalk, then he won't be that owned. Uh, but if people leave spaces open like they should, um, I don't know because. But like, like here's like, here's an example, Tim. Like let's say you're playing a lineup where you're playing McKinnon, but you're pl- and you're playing Rantanen, but Rantanen is in your utility spot, right? Because you have like right. Islanders wingers, you have like you know you have the Flames wingers or something in there, and Rantanen's like eighty five hundred, like. We find out like it's eight o'clock, it's pregame warmups, right? It's nine thirty, and it's like, oh no, Makar is in. Like, why don't you just replace Rantanen with Makar, right? Just one v one. That's right always there. a debate. People people are talking about that in Discord the other day. Like, is Makar more valuable than Rantanen? It's pretty close. Okay, it's not exactly a. Uh, it's not exactly, you know, nobody really knows, but. But Makar will be lower owned, I think, than Randon. So I think it's a good, good idea to switch to Makar. If if he especially was if you're tra- especially if you're trailing. Is that what you're always expecting, Timmy? It seems like you're a pessimist today. You're just expecting to be down by that point. No, but I I always think about late swap in every sport that I play. Hmm. I, that's what I'm I'm always thinking about that. So Tim, uh, what content is coming out today for the for the for the hockey folks, which is pretty much all premium? Click on that link in the description, get ten dollars off your first month. You've got the slate summary and expert survey, and then obviously the projections yep. get updated uh ridiculously yep. quickly. Yes. They're he's doing it right now as we're doing the show. <laughs> I can see <laughs> I can see him on the sheet doing it. I I like the fact that all the all the hockey guys in the NHL Discord are that they're big fans of, like, wow, on like one of the regular Roto Grinders show is doing a whole thing about NHL on Tuesday because, yeah. let's just say it's yeah. a niche sport that many people don't cover as 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 regularly. Right. I think yeah, I got. No, new I, blood. Wish, I, I think I think on this show we've gotten it, since NHL season has started. I think that we've I've seen the Discord. There are plenty of people similar to me that you know. Oh. Saw it on Roto Grinders today. I'm I'm let I'm gonna try out some of this hockey stuff. And since our projections are so damn good, uh, people are sticking around. Right. Yeah, I mean, I tell everybody our projections are so much better than than everyone else's. Um, yeah, I've gotten a lot of positive feedback about our content and our Discord. And you could join the the, the thing is, the Discord is free. It's free. It shouldn't you, be you free. Have I'm, to, I'm letting you, everyone know out there. Join the Discord. Right. Yeah, we do. We do all the work for you. I know. Rotogrinders.com/slash/discord. So you can join that right now if you want and uh, get all the news about the, the what they're already talking about. Okay, Eric Goodbranson is a game time decision. Okay, Andrew Peak would draw up Goodbranson can't go. I don't think I'm mad. I don't. I don't think yeah, I'm necessarily Th- playing Thomas- Blue Jackets today. Yeah, Thomas Shabbat is out for the Senators, and he Senators. plays a ton of minutes. And he plays—he's uh, the quarterback of the PP one. 
Um, that's that's kind of big news too. So there is some news today. Yeah, and I don't even need Tweet Deck to get the news. It's beautiful. No, nope, you don't leave Discord open. It's like oh, it's it's old. And even if I don't leave Discord open, I could come back five hours from now and just scroll back and see like yep. anything that's changed. And of course, all of that stuff is reflected in our projections. But it's like, dude, all the news is posted, and it's not it's not a chaotic. Discord. It's it seems like people actually actually like each other in there. Yes, very much so. It's a very good group for sure. So you can find Tim in there, Tasteful Tides on Twitter. Hit that thumbs up button on your way out the door. Play the eighth game NHL slate tonight. I will have seven lineups in. We got a two-game NBA slate. Tim, Tim, you're doing double duty today in two different I'll be sports. on crunch time on for crunch the time. I'll be on crunch time uh for the two-game NBA slate. Uh, TJ will be on that show as well. So hit that subscribe button if you're new here. Hit the notification bell to always know when we go live. And I'll see you tomorrow. We'll be doing an NFL uh, week 14. or We're up to 14, right? Week 14 preview. Uh, so, so tune back in as you always do. Monday through Friday, 11 o'clock Eastern, where I talk about everything you're thinking about in Daily Fantasy. Props and pick them on Roto Grinders today. 